Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 142, June 16, 2019, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Today's episode, Tina Smith, Canna Influencer of Alaska, Midnight Greenery, Through the Looking Glass, 420 show on Saturday, A.K. Canna Ed, sponsor of Far North Tokers, mm, coming to Fairbanks. July 3rd, and I'm going to be there, most likely, most likely, all of my plans going to be there. We got to get right to the show. Before that, thank you to token sponsors, aka Canada, Frizen Farms, Green Dreams Cultivation, Alaskan Blooms, and Alaska Puffin on the go. Thank you. Hey, this is Lennon. And Chad, how's it going? Going freaking awesome. I hope everybody's cool out there in Fairbanks, Toker country. Uh, We're going to start the week off Monday 17th with $12, 1 gram lemon tree flower. And on the 18th Tuesday, we will have 2 grams Durban poison flower for $24. Oh yeah, so good. 19th, we got 30% off concentrates. You know that counts shatter, wax, batter, crumble, live resin. I don't think I'm missing anything. What's next? Uh, on the 20th, we're going to have all of our good eights for $45. Oh, yeah. Come stock up on some good flour. Oh, yeah. Friday, $150 again for our half ounces. Every Friday, we have $150 half ounces. Come stock up for that good cannabis. Hell, yeah. And on Saturday, the 22nd, we'll be having all of our one gram joints for $10. Oh, yeah. Come get your king rolls. Sunday, we're going to have uh, $27 for all of our good two-pack of grams. Hell yeah. Yeah, stay high, Fairbanks, and stay fly. Fly. And Far North Tokers would like to thank Good Cannabis for sponsoring the podcast. Friday and Saturday, 10 to 11. Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 10. 356 Old Steese Highway, Fairbanks, Alaska. 907-452-452. Five four six three. Good cannabis. Here's token. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Hello. Well, hello, Tina. Thinking everything is recording. Oh man, I only did that. I did that one time, and it was lucky. It was my friends. We were recording through Skype, and theirs. It, something happened where theirs didn't record on their end. The way we were messing with stuff, and it was. Oh, ladies, you want to do it again? <laughs> we did it the next the next night. Was it the quandary, the quandary ladies? Yeah, ethical quandaries. Mm-hmm. I've listened to both of those. I liked that. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, they got a pretty good podcast. Yeah. So how you doing? Good. I disconnected a little bit from cannabis as of late, but it's been fine. Summertime. Yeah. It's actually been pretty good. I mean, getting kicked off as mid-toker. Yeah, I, I can't believe the negativity that I'm not experiencing anymore. To where it right. was, people that knew me face to face, 
and it's a different tone now on Facebook than it used to be with my 1500 cannabis followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear I'm that. I'm enjoying it. I'm definitely enjoying it. It's fun. I like to learn. So it's all new. Yeah. I, that That's a big thing is when there's new info coming in, it's interesting. Keeping the interest is awesome. I took a month off. I'm on my vacation. We call it the staycation. How did you call your vacation? Did you announce it to your followers and things like that? or? Yeah, I did. I um, put out um, on all the platforms, I put out an announcement saying that this is summer. We're enjoying our summer. We'll be back in July. Um, and then all of my um, followers on my regular Facebook page, I put up updates of like what we've been doing. And I've been hashtagging it staycation with pictures and right, it's fun hard stuff not to like that. Content when you're used to it, or just it's just what happens, right? That's why you're good at it. You just do it. It just happens, and I figure even if I'm not working, working, I'm still having fun, and it keeps everyone engaged. Because you know, if you're doing anything on social media, if you don't keep the audience engaged, you lose them, and there's a lot more that needs to be said and shared. So. <laughs> Even when I come back. So. Being, what do you have, like three years now doing the show? Four. Four. Oh, doing the show, we're on, I think we're at two plus years. Yeah, a little over two years, and we we just hit our 100th episode. Nice. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. Did you have planned vacation last year? We just took, I, I took a week. Last year, yeah, it's... It's it's hard to let go for so many reasons because um, mm -hmm. you, one you're used to doing it becomes part of the routine especially when you've been doing it for years. Yeah, and you don't want to lose contact. You got things to say, but then it's also definitely yep. nice to unplug. Dude, I found that I had to because I was starting to get really just overwhelmed and bogged down, and I knew that if I didn't at least just separate from the work part of it the part that just is really so heavy hmm. um and i know that sounds so like weird but no, that part me. that's super heavy <laughs> if, if i don't step away from it from a little for a little while we i'll have there'll be nothing there will be no more midnight greenery because i'll just be like done i'm out people don't appreciate sometimes what goes into a show and it's not just sitting in front of the camera it's just put scheduling it and just scheduling the guests sometimes is one of the harder things that I'm finding. Yes. Get done one show and think about the next one. I've got a long list, but then trying to coordinate them and mm -hmm. keeping it contemporary at the same time. Right. Keeping it fresh to what people want to hear too. Right. Hate to get a show and then like, On oh, top cares, of it. yeah, that's why it's cool to be so open like that. We can pull people in right at the last minute. So that does make it good. And your show's always been a yeah. weekly show, hasn't it? You've always done it on the weekend? Yes. yes, it's always Saturday at 420. Yeah, so that made it easy, too. When I started, it was I was bouncing around and just trying to force myself to do it sometimes. And I would just get one done and then put it out. I'm so sporadic. If I don't have it scheduled, if I don't have a consistent schedule, it's not going to get done. <laughs> mm. It's just not going to get done. I'll have something else going on or I'll just think, like, yeah, I don't want to do it this week. And then nothing gets done. So I have to make myself set to a specific schedule. I found when my brain I got patrons and sponsors is when I, I, I really owed it to them. 
you know, when, when yeah. I was just doing it, at just more for me, I, uh, eh, who cares? If I do one, I do one. If I don't, I don't. But then when people are paying you, it became a whole different thing. I don't know. I've, I mean, we've got some sponsors and I totally, I love my sponsors, but I know most of them on a personal basis now. But when it comes to, I was doing the content every week before we ever got any sponsors or patrons. And it was just more like, okay, well, there's a lot of information that needs to go out there. And if we do it on a consistent basis, more people will watch it. More people will get what we need to, you know, well, we have a lot of fun on the show. Mm -hmm. There's, there's that, but then there's a lot of information that goes out too. So if I'm not doing it, people aren't paying attention to it. And on a regular basis, they'll just, you know, they'll hit it every now and then. But if it's something that they know every, every week they can go to, um, whether I was being paid or not, I still did it. Because I didn't start getting patrons until just recently, actually. Yeah, what is your patron account? How do people donate to that? TTLG420 Live. TTLG420 Live at Patreon.com. Right. Nice. I I had a sponsor that just dumped down a year's worth, you know, just throwing it on the website. I'm like, oh, man. Nice. Feel, uh, sort of nice. But at the same time, he locked me into a year. I didn't know if my show was even going to last a year. It's funny thinking about it that way, too. It's like, oh, yeah, there's that. I like, I, now I can't kill Midtoker. He has to live for a little while longer. Right. You can't can't give it up now. No, it becomes bigger, I'm not doesn't? sad. That's why I was saying nice, because then I know Midtoker's still going to be around for at least a year. Right, he's tied in. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it, that's what he was doing, too, I think. That's nice, though. That That's like a huge, like... As a creator, to have somebody who believes in you enough that they're like, yeah, I'm going to make sure you're doing this for at least another year. Uh, that is a beautiful perspective. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop. And there's no doubt as to why. High quality American made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting at competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm going to let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're going to find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red, Lyrical Sticker. When did uh, AK Canna Ed? Is it AK Canna Ed? Alaska Canna Ed? It's AK Canna Ed, AK yeah, Canna which is Alaska. Right. It means Alaska Canna Ed, but it's AK Canna when, Ed. When did that idea spawn? It's been for, the, well, since the beginning, honestly. Really, right? That's the whole reason. Awesome. That was the first? Well, okay. So when I started with Midnight Greenery, which was like three months after the inception, that's what it was was education and classes and and teaching the community about cannabis and then we just kind of morphed into doing more of a retail search and our lives got consumed with trying to find a retail space which was impossible in anchorage at the time 
so we lost sight of the whole school thing. And I've been part of the regulation process since the very beginning. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that people don't know about. And there's a way that I could actually teach them this and get them going into the industry. So actually making AK Canna Ed really came to light, I would say, about three years ago was that when it really was something that's like, yes, I'm going to definitely do this. Right. You bring such a perspective having the knowledge of the regs. That's what your show is about. So then when you go out and teach yeah. it, that, that, that's, I mean, that's one of the beautiful things you do bring to AK Canna Ed is everyone knows that you're doing it. It's not something someone's just looking up online and they're hitting it because this is the first one they find. They get to attend a celebrity, one of the, <laughs> the top Canna influencers of Alaska is going to be sitting. You get to sit with them, sit with you for how long? Four hours, three hours? How long How long do we get to hang with you? Dude, you make me blush when you say stuff like that about me. It's oh, like, that's what? That's good. I, I, don't you, I saw, who did I see? I don't, um, Cody, you know, Cody, the. Coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trike. Yeah. Trike Productions. Yeah. Man, for one, that man is uh, prettier in person than he is. He's at. beautiful. Wow. I saw him walk into Good Cannabis, and he I was starstruck seeing him. I'm like, wow. It was cool to see him coming He's up awesome. from the lower, the lower Alaska coming up. But that celebrity He's factor. got so much energy. Oh, my God. That man's got so much energy. He just blows me away. He does. And, and he radiates pretty much goodness yes. I, I i felt good being around him i wanted to spend more time around him that's always good their whole family does honestly to be truthful their whole family just radiates this love that's good to know i'm looking forward to seeing him more coming up i i know he was coming up to advertise his uh his cannabis cup he's got going on but um yep and we'll see see if he comes up again i'm supposed to catch him but yeah it's celebrity that's how i feel about you i mean i'm I have every intention of being at the class, so I got to sign up for that. By the way, how do we? Oh how yeah, do, we yeah. do that? Is a room. You can. There's a couple ways. Yes, we're going to be doing it at the um, Pioneer Park Blue Room. That's where it's going to be held. You can get. It's required that you get your tickets beforehand, mm -hmm. so you pre-register because it's a set amount of people and you can do that two ways you can either go to the ak canna ed facebook page where all the events have a nifty little link that you just hit the tickets and it takes you right to it or you can go to the um it's uh ticketbud.com and do a search for ak canna ed and it, both of them well, we've got two of them that are scheduled coming up like I said, I was taking a vacation. So I only scheduled two. There's only two classes for the rest of the summer. And one of them is in Kenai. And one of them is in Fairbanks. Wow, nice. What can one expect when they come to your class in AK Canada? They can expect at least six hours. And we go through a lot of different. There's like a slide presentation. But I'm the one who's explaining what's on the slides. And then we do a lot of like instances of how it applies to the actual everyday. Um, and a lot of answers to questions that people have. And it's open notes. So you take notes throughout the whole course. And the exam is an open note, um, multiple choice. Nice. I took my class three years ago. And it was mm -hmm. an online class. Took it just to get started, right. get the regs down and 
a lot of it seemed sort of generic to maybe some of it not necessarily regs but like stoner ease kind of like this is an indica this is sativa kind of defining concepts not necessarily regs so much um, and some of them I could have argued with sitting here thinking at the beginning, you know, no, I don't believe that or someone seemed opinionated. What, right. what are some big things that have changed from three years ago? If I'm going to take that test today without taking your class, what might I get wrong today that I... Um, probably all of it. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Honestly, yeah, because very little of it, a very, very small majority of the course and the test that I have um, have to do with actual cannabis because there is a spot in there where you're going to do like recognizing um, cannabis and how um, it affects people and how to um, recognize someone already under the influence, that kind of stuff. But it's such a small percentage because that's not really, I mean, yes, that is super important to know. But my philosophy is the regs and the laws are the part that these people really, really are lacking in knowledge. Because we were seeing a lot of NOVs, which are not um, notice of violations. We're seeing a bunch of those, and a lot of those are because people are not aware of the parameters that they're working under. What might be an example of that? Oh, well, just going into where, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here that is ridiculous that people shouldn't have to know, like how many feet you need to be away from a protected area. I mean, people who are opening up a license, who are actually applying for a license, yes, they need to know this information. But if it's somebody who is an employee, they don't need to know the nitty gritties of what it takes to get a license. However... If it weren't required that we teach all of it and we just taught them a little bit of that, then they would know, yeah, these licenses are falling under a lot of rules and regulations and everything you do as a permit holder is going to affect the licensee. And that's where a lot of people are, were not being properly notified and properly educated on is everything somebody does as a permit holder will absolutely reflect on the licensee. What is one of the biggest violations you're seeing handlers, bud tenders, or maybe not necessarily bud tenders, but any handler making? Well, honestly, just not following regs on how they're presenting um, their products or not knowing that they need to have their simple things such as their transport manifests and how important it is for a transport manifest to be with a transport from the origin of the delivery to the end of the delivery and and what takes place after that and how important it is to actually stop what you're doing when you get a delivery and put that into your metric system which is the um, seed to sale tracking system that the state uses super important things like that because if you don't do something like that if you don't stop what you're doing when you get a delivery and you put it aside you think okay well I'll do that as soon as I'm done doing what I'm doing right now and AMCO enforcement walks in you're getting that confiscated because technically you have cannabis in your in your establishment that isn't under your metric system right. and that can happen within five minutes oh, just the right time someone just walking in or the wrong time right time depending. exactly do you see much of this uh, concept of looping in in following the meetings where a bud tender would sell a maximum amount and then they'd go out into the car and come back in and sell another maximum amount? 
I haven't seen a whole bunch of that. That's good. I haven't heard a whole bunch of that. I mean, I've heard of the talk of fear of it happening, but I haven't seen a bunch of it happening. I haven't, like, even with any of the NOVs, I haven't seen that being a prevalent, you know, something where there's actually been anyone caught doing it. Yeah, that's that's the big uh, sweet leaf went down hard in Colorado for that. That was their big yeah. their big violation. Yeah. One thing uh, underage, you don't see that happening either. And nope. One, do you have you do you know why? Yeah, we're super careful. We know how important it is to not have underage people even inside the establishment. I mean, it happened once or twice with you know, and it wasn't even where. It was a violation of allowing people to come in and sell to underage. It was just a, it was closed and someone had brought their child in to pass through. And that was an NOV. It could have been a lot. I mean, that that was a big violation. How'd they get caught? But people don't know things like or? that. Um, yeah, they were caught on camera doing it. But it was, it, it was just, they were just passing through. It wasn't even, they were hanging out or anything. And that's an absolute no-no. And things like that people aren't aware of. They get aware of it when they come through a handler's course. Right. I heard that there are no undercover officers, underage undercover officers that are allowed to go in and test that. So you couldn't have an officer, an 18-year-old, what would you call them, investigator, even being escorted by the over-21 investigator where alcohol. Alcohol, you can do that, but... There's no stipulation in the regs for cannabis to happen that way. You're right. There isn't. So uh, maybe until that happens, we won't see any enforcement unless you're just sitting outside waiting. You can't really catch the bud tender for selling underage and catch them afterwards. Well, you, right. <laughs> that would be having, you know, that would be where they would catch it. Or, you know, if you are over 21 as an as a officer and you don't get carded. That right there is a violation. Just not getting carded. Right. If you're 18 and you get found with recreational cannabis, you know, you got your tubes or you got your packages, all they would have to do is yeah. go back to that store and look at the tapes, right? And then you, right. that would be an interesting find. Ooh. Right. It would be. And then, you know, just whether they looked and actually looked at the ID. Now, that's where there's the controversy, or not the controversy, but you've got a kind of a, a conundrum there because if you check an ID and it's an invalid ID and you don't catch it, it's as if you were allowing someone without an ID to come into your establishment. Right, even though they're 21 or older. Well, even if they're not 21, whichever it is, if it's not a valid ID, if it's a fake ID and you don't catch it, it's as if you let someone come in without even checking their ID. How about I had to, I asked I had the opportunity to talk to an Am, uh, hmm, Amco enforcement officer I believe yeah and yeah. one of the things that I came in contact with is I uh, I got my driver's license at my birthday and so yeah. I'll ask I'll ask the teacher first let's see what your answer is and I did not have my driver's license I had my driver's license that was poked. Do you know the process of that where you turn your license, they poke it and give it back to you as a uh, yeah, invalid? and then you got the you got the the uh, piece of, temporary. Yeah, I got a piece of paper saying that I mm-hmm. have you know this is my driver's license. I had a bud tender that wouldn't serve me in that situation. Well, they have that right. They do, 
But that's what I was trying to explain, that it's a policy thing. It's not a right. it's not a reg thing. Well, it is a reg thing also. In the regulations, it does state that in order to be seen with your um, temporary, it has to also accompany your old one, your, your poked one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I had that too. Yeah. So both of them together were valid. And I wonder, because the way we went really into the regs about this, because I was just annoyed by it and thinking I knew the regs, and it was saying that you're allowed to accept any ID that is given by a state institution that is a bit authorized to give IDs. So that ID by the DMV is valid. I didn't know the part about the old one, but that makes sense to have a picture associated with yeah. it or something else. Yeah, depo. Yeah, they won't accept they won't um, accept just the temporary unless you have your old poked ID with it. Mm, okay. Chena Cannon, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway as you're hitting the lakes in the summer or a Valkyrie's trip on the way out of town. Stock up on those special in-house strains. Taffy, sourdough, fruity pebbles, boost banner, green crack. Always a $5 pre-roll and special and $10 grams. Concentrates, buy good cannabis, good titrations, edibles, AK Frost, good cannabis gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on Leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., 9 p.m., Sunday, noon to 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis, your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. What is the question that most people get wrong on your test? Oh, wow. I didn't even think about this one. Oftentimes it has to do with the unincorporated areas. Whether they're allowed to have it or to opt out? Well, yeah. Well, no. The How many, um, in order to get a license, the things that the people have to go through in order to get a license, like how many signatures they have to go through and how it differentiates from whether it's outside of a local area controlled um, government. And so it's, it changes when it goes from 50, from that first to 50 miles outside of a local government and then beyond that local government not having it after 50 miles, you have different requirements. And so that always, I'm, I'm always telling people, especially with my course, because I believe that the regs are written in a totally different language and it's really hard to understand. So you have to pay really close attention to it. So my test is not easy, but there's so much information given to you that I have a pretty high passing rate, but we spend a lot of time going over stuff. Um, but the test is not easy. It's questions are tricky. Sometimes they're worded in ways that if you're not really paying attention to how they're worded, it's very easy to get wrong. But I warn people of this, and the only reason I do it is because the regs themselves are so flippin' tricky. And it just gives them a heads up as pay attention to how things are worded. What percent do you need to get to pass? I, 
It's right at 20%. What do you mean? You cannot oh, okay. miss more than 20%. So you have to be at 80%. Cool. That's that's fair. You can't miss more than 15 questions. If someone does, are they paying for your course again or how's that work? Well, when we were doing when we do the super large courses, when we do um the conventions, then I've given people the chance to come in and take it again because my the classes that I do on an every week basis, they're super small. There's six people at the most. So it's very intimate and there's a lot of back and forth with questions and answers. And that's here in the Valley and that starts back up in the fall. But they had a chance, the people who didn't get, you know, the large 30 people, 35 people in the class, the ones that didn't pass those ones had a chance to come in and get it free. But any others, then they get it at a discount rate. Nice. That's fair. Have you had any high-profile people come through, take your class? Let's see. I had Bombshell came through and took my class. Nice. I'm trying to think because I've had actually now it's become to where there, there's a lot of people that I've been in my classes. And I'm just like, wow, that's 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 crazy that someone's been in my class and I can't imagine that they're taking my class. Right. <laughs> Bombshell was one of them. It was like, oh, did Vivian cool. come take your class or did she just, t she took a class or just meet with you and talk? She just met with me and talked. She took, I believe the online Kim Cole's course. Gotcha. Okay. That's the one. That's when I took. That's the one I took too. Yeah. It seemed like a pretty good option in the beginning. Yeah. And it's still a good option. If you like to take the online courses, I would recommend Kim's. Well, that's just because I've taken Kim's. I haven't taken anyone else's, but I've seen their courses. So, Hello. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore located in downtown Fairbanks. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore, located downtown Fairbanks, provides families, people, and pets with a wide variety of products from Mother Nature. We carry brands like Renew, Green Roads, Creating Better Days, CBD Plus Oil, and Select. Aurora Apothecary, 2nd Avenue, Fairbanks, Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 456 Hemp. That's 456-4367. Aurora Apothecary, your CBD Superstore for pets and people. Have a wonderful day. Can you take your own test? So I, I there's nothing in the regulations <laughs> against it. Right. Honestly, there's not a damn thing in the regulations against it, but I feel like really super weird about it. But I'm the one, I teach the freaking thing. It's like, I feel like, okay, so I have to go pay for another course from someone else when i created my own uh -huh. <laughs> it's weird but yes i will probably take someone up i don't know maybe i'll take a different one this time since i've already know what, what kim's looks like yeah that'd probably be a good idea for you just to see some yeah. other perspectives and see how other people do it might as well right right and see what kind of information that they're sharing and they think that is important to be in their in their courses what has changed with advertising i get so confused with that and as being where I sit, I don't know what happens sometimes about, about what I'm supposed to say. I've never gotten in trouble with what we're doing. We're trying to do it right, following right. regs and saying saying all of the disclaimers at the end when a cannabis company comes on. But uh, do, yeah, do you know you. the – could you straighten that up for me? 
So it's it is just to cover all bases. Do that on every because that's what I do. I don't say it, but on the description of all of our shows, it has the disclaimers, and then I put it on all the advertising for the shows. It's just subdued, mm-hmm. but it's there. Yeah, you need to keep doing all of those requirements for the warnings. Let me see what else. Do you have any specific questions? I, well, there's a lot. Right? Do I have? Say I have uh, good cannabis on. And I have Chena cannabis. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. I need to include the warnings at the end of each of those ads? Or can I start my show with it and have it in the whole show? Does that make sense? Or finish with it? Or how would, what do you think about that? To be safe, since the ads are themselves separate, I would do it at the end of each ad. And you can do it super quick. The way it is right now, right? I just, yeah. Okay. That's what I've been doing. I've, just to cover, just to cover everyone's bases. Sounds good, and it's 20 seconds, so it's no big deal. Yeah. I, I read them. It shows up constantly in my course, and there I tell everyone, okay, I'll read it once. And I go read it through like I'm doing a radio ad, and then it's like, okay, that's it. Every time it all comes up, you've heard it already. You can see what it says because <laughs> it shows up. There's a lot of a lot of requirements of where that those warnings are supposed to be. I'm hearing the license number in radio ads now. That seems to have changed. Is that what's going on with that? That's a requirement now just so that they know um, what license number it is if they want to reference it when they hear it Hmm. and make sure that it's, you know, like if it's not legal, it's super easy to know what the license number is. Okay. So I should be putting a license number at the end of my ads also. I would. Okay. Fair enough. Again, that's easy. Throw what's five, five, six numbers or something. Right. What about these, the officers, the investigation, the MCO officers? I do not believe they have handlers cards. Is that correct? I, <laughs> they do not. What is I mean, up with that? How can none they... of them have gone through my class? And I've heard that some of them don't still. So that's insane. I don't know if I don't know any who do. I mean, I don't know many of them personally, but I've heard that they don't. I heard that they don't have them. And then... They're confiscating cannabis and you're not allowed to touch it, (laughs) you know, but maybe they, maybe they do it under police officer powers as because police officers don't have that either. Technically by regulations, they aren't required to have it because they do have the powers of peace officers when under the direction of the MCB board, but just for general knowledge, because they're the ones writing these NOVs, and sometimes they're writing them incorrectly, or they're not interpreting the regulations to be exactly how they're written. And it's not, they should. I believe that everybody who's on the board and enforcement should be going through at least as much as everyone else has to, going through these handlers courses. Right. Yes, at minimum. Or design their own, you know. Right. But they probably should just be taken, participating in what, what's existing already. Yeah, to see. I mean, they're supposed to be monitoring what the courses are anyway. Right. Any big changes? Yeah, uh, some of the new regulations going through us that directly affect um, handlers courses are that we now have to make changes to our courses within 10 days of the regulations being uh, <sighs> signed into law. Oh, you're kidding me. Excuse that is me. insane. That makes it makes sense. But Wow. So right. is that like monthly then, now? You're updating your test monthly? <laughs> it feels like it. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> it feels like it because every time there's a, a MCB meeting, there's a change in regulations. Right. Wow. And so this is, it's becoming, I mean, MG education is definitely becoming its own department <laughs> in the Midnight Greenery Network. <laughs> nice. Corporation, corporate status. Yeah. It's becoming a full-time job. I'm, I'm looking at taking on an um, executive assistant, which is awesome. Oh, wow. You're going you're <laughs> gonna to be um, uh, supporting someone else's life. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're that's... helping you create your dream and you get to help someone yeah, pay some bills. That's awesome. Yep. And they happen to be they happen to be really in support of the industry and it's exciting for them. It's, it's exciting for me. So it's like, yes, win win. <laughs> right. It's hard to I would imagine it's hard to find that same excitement now that we're three years past it you know it it's not really surprising because the yes we were there at the very beginning but still people every day are just turning their heads and noticing marijuana and cannabis i say marijuana is cannabis but it's still the legal word so i have to use it because of school but um, cannabis they're just turning their heads and just noticing it and stepping in and they're just as excited as we were four years ago Are you looking to list or searching for your perfect property? Well, contact Matt Wade at Century 21 Gold Rush, community member for over 20 years, helping you through the real estate buying and selling process. Matt Wade, C21 at gmail.com. M-A-T-W-A-D-E-C21 at gmail.com. 907-978-0127. Helping you through the process. Matt Wade, Century 21 Gold Rush. What are you going to be doing in Fairbanks when you come up here besides teaching your wonderful AK Canna Ed class? I'm doing an on location show. Wow. What are you, who are you doing with? I haven't like advertised it yet. So I'm like, be really quiet about that. But yeah, we're going to a cultivation facility and doing a show um, there on the 6th. So I'm like, what's going on up in Fairbanks on the 4th of July? Well, not many fireworks. Be up there. What? I guess there's fireworks somewhere, but not going to see them very good. But they gotta have all. <laughs> we never of- see them very good here either. That's true. I always like going down to what is it? Um, mm, is it Seward where they have the big? Or yeah, it's got to be Seward where they have some big Fourth uh, of July celebration down there. I think they do. They do is uh, Mount um, uh, Marathon. Mount Marathon, the Mount Marathon run, and they do a big little, big little. Uh-huh. Um, I say big little, but it's big for Seward, but Seward's little, so it's that's fun. Not huge, but it's so much fun. Yeah, I've been there a few times. I got to get down. I haven't been yep. there in a while. That's where we go for our anniversary. So we we'll, we go in June. We don't go in July anymore because it it's kind of crazy down there um, it, on July fourth. Yes. I just have a question or two. I've been told that there's um, some like river floats up in Fairbanks and stuff like that that they do on the holiday. Mm. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I'm bad about that. I should. I I want to I think it's called the um the river boat regatta maybe. And mm. I wanted to do one for a long time myself actually. I think they I don't know if they build these river boats themselves or but yes, that's something to definitely look into. I have friends that 
tube down the river and raft down the river. So that might be something to definitely look into. Canoes, you can rent canoes and do that. Tubing sounds like so much fun. <laughs> yes, that is that is fun. I, I've I have not done it here. That's the thing. You live in these places that are our vacation spots for people that that becomes the staycation and we just live and then we never yeah i honey i've lived here for 30 some years and i'm just now starting to actually look outside of my own little bubble to do things in this beautiful like majestic area i live in (laughs) like i live in this vacation spot and i don't take advantage of it we need to change that yes yes that's what summer's about stay out 20 hours a day and do our thing why not? It's beautiful enough to do it and to do it in such a like breath stealing place. It's so gorgeous. Even now I'm just looking up sometimes, just looking up. It's mm. all I have to do is just look up from right in front of me and go, Oh my God, look at what I'm surrounded with. Hmm. Yes. Alaska. Gotta love it. And that, and legal <laughs> cannabis too. I just love it. Love it. Right? Love it. Love it. I'll tell you, Alaska has become much more beautiful since I have started medicating on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. I've appreciated it so much more. Is there any new tasty strains that you've come across recently? Well, I know that there's one that isn't as tasty as it is effective. Mm. We The gra- uh, Houston Grass Station out here has this sale going on of Abula. It's A-B-U-L-A. Um, and it's like 20 bucks a an eighth. And it is one of those that is going to be on my must-have in my medicine cabinet because it's one that just helps me switch the mood. Whatever mood I'm in, being able to, okay, I if I need to change the mood, say I'm like in sloth mode and I need to get busy with work, I, um, Abula helps me change that mindset. Or if I'm in a bad mood and I want to be in a good mood, if that just... That's my go-to now, and it's like I love it. And you said twenty dollars an eighth. Yeah, that is a sweet price point. Yeah, I've not <laughs> seen that uh, in Fairbanks yet. No, and it's just I. It like I said, it's not one of those really tasty ones that I'm going to for that pleasure of smoking. It's for a purpose, and that purpose has become a lifeline for me. Mm, it's nice having the tool chest. So many yes. different options get yes it's beautiful beautiful thing yes I'm trying to think, absolutely think the, the newest one what is a new one that i've tried i one that's been sticking out with me maybe silver og i've been smoking a lot of that recently. yeah yeah Probably. why uh, it's got it's that lemon the lemon taste and mm. it's bright and it's sativa side on hybrid i'm not normally a sativa side i'm indica but Waking up in the morning and hitting on that silver OG, that lemon. I, I'm a sucker <laughs> for the lemon terpene. Right, you like that lemonine, huh? Yeah, I do, I do. I it it's a taste that I have not experienced too much in um, black market herb. And then when I come across it and can just go back and get it whenever I want and just get that lemon. There it is. Right. There it is. That is nice. That is nice being able to have that um, knowing where you can get it at all at all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Your guy's not out. Well, I guess they can be out of that stream, but there's always a new new treasure to find. Yeah, 
And it, the really nice thing about having good um, bud tenders is when they know your favorite and you're out of it, and they'll be like, look, 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 wait, 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 I got one that is very similar, and this is why. That is phenomenal to be able to have that. Yes. Who's your favorite bud tender? Where you got one you want to shout out to? Oh, well, Lacey Harris over at um, Green Jar. She's one of my favorites. And, oh, I can't. It just my mind went completely blank, but she's over at Houston Grass Station. Oh, she's awesome. I want to say her name started with a C, and now I feel awful about not remembering what her name was. Rocky Brown still there? I didn't see him. Hmm. Got uh... It was pretty awesome, though, when I walked in to the Houston Grass Station, and there was one of my students. Hmm. It was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's all <laughs> the seeds out there that you've planted. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Okay, Tina. We have Midnight Greenery, AK Canna Ed, Canna Influencer of Alaska. Anything else you want to leave on? Not at all. Oh, yeah. Watch Through the Looking Glass starting back up in July on Saturday at 420 on the Facebook. Thanks for coming on, Tina. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy coming on here with you. I am like 80% going to be at your class. So we've got, um, wow, two celebrities in the house that day. Maybe some more Fairbank celebrities will show up and we'll have a good time sitting in there talking cannabis. Listen, I know a couple of them are talking about having to renew. <laughs> yes, there's there's got to be. Mine, mine's done. Yeah, the, all the beginnings, the the veterans and the pioneers. That would be an awesome class. All right, Tina, enjoy your staycation and sell some more things today. Yeah, I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> Got to go pick up the Father's Day present. <laughs> I shall stay blessedly lifted. Thank you. Here's token. <laughs> stay blessedly lifted. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Token. Here's Token.